Hi, I'm Sophie Marie Odom, Lifestyle Magazine's editor. And I'm Samantha Rank, broadcaster and disability rights campaigner. And a huge welcome to the Motability Lifestyle Pod. In this podcast, we invite our friends from the disability community into the studio for a conversation about how we can all live our best lives, particularly when navigating a disabling world. Just a reminder that if you're listening to us in the car, you can also watch the full episode on YouTube, complete with captions and British Sign Language. Also, make sure to click subscribe or follow wherever you're listening so you're the first to know about each new episode. This episode is a Christmas special. In a change to our usual format, the three of us will be getting festive in the studio while answering your questions, reflecting on our 2023 and discussing our best bits, which of course includes a bit of car chat with Matt, because our pod wouldn't be the same without him. Hi Sam! Hello my darling, so, so. I've missed you. I've missed you too. I'm so glad that we are back in the studio looking a little bit more festive. Than normal, we have we have kind of pulled out the big guns for today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, anywhere that I can go and work and get mulled wine presented to me on a silver platter. <laughs> I mean, I'm quids in. I know. What more is there in life? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas <laughs> to you too. Although I'm not going to lie, I am loving my outfit at the moment. I'm wearing a red jumper dress. But by gosh, I, I forgot how hot this little, uh, little studio is. So instead of snow, I'm going to be sweating like I'm in the Bahamas. Well, hey-ho, we're going to roll with it. It's fine. You look it's, good. Oh, thank you very much. I think that, um, that powder... To, you know, blotting powder. I should have not left that at home, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it, it is, is what it is. So how have you been? What have you been up to? My gosh. So I know that I've, I've continuously talked about me moving out of London and all the listeners are going to be like, is she still not gone yet? <laughs> Blimmin' heck, is she, is she actually making all this up? But the end is not, and now the end. Oh, no, I can't probably sing because of copyright, but you, you, get, you get the gist. <laughs> As we are recording... This is my final week in London town. Um, so a little bit bittersweet. So my house looks like a jumble sale, mm. which my cats mm. are absolutely um, adoring because <laughs> they can like literally reach the ceilings mm. now because they're jumping all mm. over the place. But I have been busy. Yes. I can't even remember what I've been up to, but I have been busy. <laughs> That's how you know you've been busy, where you can't even remember what you've been up to. You know what? <laughs> One of the highlights that I've been working on recently is uh, working with a fantastic charity, Sense, that support people who are visually impaired um, or, or who are blind. And they had their Sense Awards 2023 and it was pre-recorded. I don't know why they trusted me with this because I cannot keep a secret for the love of God, to be quiet. Like, honestly, I'm terrible, (laughs) but it was pre-recorded. So I obviously knew who the winners were going to be. So I had to keep completely stum for a very, very long time. I And I, I managed it, which is always really nice. And I think this is something that we have talked about a lot throughout the, the series, is, you know, kind of really challenging yourself, always pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And I absolutely did because I have been petrified. Although I've worked in TV for so long, mm. I've never done autocue. And it was one of those points of just utter fear and I would you know I've always avoided it and before the pandemic I got offered by ITV to go into the studio and had auto cue training and then the pandemic happened and then we all know how that story goes but when I arrived for the sense awards there was an auto cue and my I was sweating like I am now sweating and um 
I did it, and I, do you know what? I blinking loved it. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed the whole experience because the team were great. But I challenged myself and I pushed myself out of my comfort zone. So you don't have to wait till the new year for New Year's resolutions. You can kind of give yourself those little little hurdles to overcome all the way through the year. So I yes, and congratulations to all the winners and everyone who um, took part in the Sense Awards. You were all incredible. So yeah, well done to all everyone, and well done to me for yes. doing also. Well done, well done, yeah. Do you get to control the speed of it? So somebody does that for you. So you can, which is really great because I know other broadcasters are dyslexic, um, so they can make the font much bigger, they can Uh, slow it down to your pace. You know, it's not as intimidating as you thought. But again, it was a, a whole new experience. Who knows? I might be reading the 10 o'clock news yeah. or um, move out the way, Mary Nightingale. Can I just say, Mary's a lovely friend of mine, so I can uh, I can say that. But yeah, who knows? Exciting times. <laughs> Matt, what have you been up to? I've been uh, driving cars, yes. writing about cars, <laughs> reading about cars. Do you do anything else, Looking Matt? at cars. Um <laughs> I'm getting a baby in and out of cars oh, yeah, makes yeah. up a lot of time these days. Like yeah, caressing cars. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, I missed you, Sam. You know, just always going off topic. Off always lowering the tone. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were going to get a, a, wholesome, a wholesome Christmas edition. See so, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so bring bring us back to normality, okay, please. Okay. Well, I'll just talk about what we've been up to in lifestyle. <laughs> uh, it's been a busy time. We've been in Scotland. Mm. The big event where we got to meet loads of listeners and readers. We got to do like a special photo shoot where um, visitors to the big event got to come over to our stand and have their photo taken. And we got to mock up covers for them to take home, share on social media, or just keep us a family picture. Uh, we also got to meet our cover um, stars, Makoko, because they're based in Glasgow. They're a social Amazing. enterprise that gives work experience to people that might have otherwise found it difficult to get into the workplace. Really good to meet them. Good to see the workshop as well where they make candles and um, wax melts. Um, we've also been nominated for three BSME awards, which stands for the British Society of Magazine Editors, one of which I was highly commended for. Yay! So, very exciting. Um, they were two Editor of the Years and one Cover of the Year, so it's really good to get that recognition. It's been a really good year um, for Lifestyle. So. so I did see the event that you had up in Scotland. Yes. I saw it online. I didn't really see my invite to that. <laughs> Um, Next year, so you know we're working was on that, something. Was that just like you know, just in the post? Historical yeah. error. Yeah. Is it? Is it the Christmas post? Yeah. That, yeah. Was, I had a big yeah. picture of you. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Inflatable. Yeah. <laughs> Inflatable life-size Sam. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Sam, was... you throw me off again. <laughs> I was going to move on right. to reasons to be cheerful because reasons, we're talking about good things. <laughs> reasons to be cheerful. So UK Disability History Month is taking place from the 16th of November to the 16th of December. And the theme this year is Disability, Children and Youth, which focuses on the experience of children and young people in the past and now in the future as well. Is that right, Sam? Yes, absolutely. For those who want to read Sam's column on the Metro website, it's called... I was only four when I first felt like a burden. And then International Day of Disabled Persons, which is on the 3rd of December. The main premise of this, for those who don't know, it's a united in action to rescue and achieve the sustainable development goals for for, with and by persons with disabilities. This is taken from the UN's website. Um, Essentially, the day is about promoting the rights and well-being of persons with disabilities at every level of society and development and to raise awareness. Uh, For those who are wondering what are sustainable development goals, they are basically 
global goals, which were adopted by the United Nations as a universal call to end poverty, protect the planet, and that by 2030, all people will enjoy peace and prosperity. On our way into the studio today, I said to you that uh, I think kind of mid-September to December is my busiest, busiest work schedule. And that is predominantly because... If we look at the disability calendar, there's so much going on. And for me, like, I mean, a highlight personally for me is History Month because not only am I a little bit of a geek and I like to learn about, you know, trailblazers gone by. One of my favourite trailblazers is Eliza Suggs. So she was around in the 1900s. She was a black disabled woman. She actually had brittle bones like myself. She was the daughter of a pastor. So obviously, you know, can you imagine coming from a minority group within a minority group in the 1900s and she wrote a book called shadows and sunshine and honestly if any of you can get hold of of that book that is absolutely beautiful she writes a poem in there um perfect through suffering and it's just one of those again the ethos that we often talk about that you know we we are often demonized as disabled people and we're often seen as a tragedy but even eliza back in the 1900s she saw that her disability was absolutely a gift from god and she put that down she wrote that and she said that what she brings her optimism what she brings actually has such a positive impact on the world and i just i mean it was emotional reading about her life but how incredible she was also you know it's a time to reflect on you know where we are now are we doing enough have we really changed because if you think about it the disability discrimination act that was only founded in 95 which is now the equality act the americans um act disabilities act that was only in 1990 so Mm -hmm. in relative terms you know disabled people have only been protected you know for the past 30 years sorry i really can't do math (laughs) quick quick math um about that you know and and that's kind of that I think that just sets the tone of where we are in society, um, you know, where we are with regards to systemic mm. ableism. And it's really great to, you know, we are going into the festive period. It's, that's why it's so beautiful to reflect on, on our history. Mm. We rejoice, celebrate it, but also have that kind of, okay, right, let's, let's, let's never rest on our laurels and let's keep pushing. And each year there is a different theme and this theme I believe is disability childhood and youth and that is quite powerful I've recently written in in the metro um, a piece on on shame and feeling shame feeling like feeling like a burden growing up particularly if you were born with a disability and I and I I kind of shared some of my internalized ableism growing up and it really resonated with a lot of my followers and a lot of my readers because I think we tend not to confront such taboo subjects so this is why you know we can say that these these calendar moments these you know these kind of events we can we can challenge it and say oh they're incredibly tokenistic and why we're doing it you know every week every day there's something to celebrate national dog day national (laughs) this day but I think it's really important that we do recognize um these celebrations because it, it, it is it's a part of our culture and it's it's integral for, for having that positive cultural yeah. shift that we absolutely need yes i agree and um, for those listening who want to find out more there is a website where you can go to find out more where there's resources and all the information you'll need it's ukdhm or one word dot org yeah and they're a great website you can literally they've got archives and archives of um pdfs that you can 
download um, for content on all their previous um, Disability History Month um, celebrations. But of course, we've got a global event, Disability yes. International Day of Persons with Disabilities, which is a really interesting one um, because obviously it is person first language so it's a real even that talking about that and, and how that fits in with dis- disability culture is so important but I really love that um, event as well because actually it's on a global stage and I think disabled people are often left it's not about uh, disability uh, uh, on that centre stage and when you have a global event it kind of makes everyone really kind mm. of stand to attention mm. so to speak so lots to celebrate and um, yes. lots to be cheerful for yes. well, and you know just just to be proud of being yeah. disabled yeah. let's you know you might not always like your disability you might not always you know find comfort in a disabling world because it can be blinking hard but actually a part of your identity we should not shy away from it even if sometimes there is darkness in it and that's something that I definitely want to you know celebrate moving moving into Christmas and New Year is the pride that I have I have in a part of my identity yes wonderful um so just to bring it back (laughs) there you go all that all that on mulled wine well done i did i did have a moment halfway through that though i was like oh the mulled wine's gone to my head no you're very coherent don't worry um so yeah so so just for those who want to find out more information about international day of disabled persons which is on the 3rd of december um you can visit idpwd.org so, will you be celebrating on that day in particular? Um, so that is so. That's the that will be my first day in my new home. Oh, wow. So yes, yeah, I will be. <laughs> I will be celebrating in my own little way. I think with wine. <laughs> I mean, the chances are high to very high. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm so predictable, aren't I? <laughs> See, this is Christmas special. It's probably a good time to have a look back at season one of the Lifestyle Pod. Were there any highlights for you guys? Any guests that particularly stood out? For me, I think, I feel like this is going to sound like a cliche, but the whole thing was a highlight for me because it was my first time doing a pod. Or taking what you were going to say. No, 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 I thought you were going to go, obviously, working with Samantha. Wow, that's coming. (laughs) And obviously, working with Samantha has been a joy as well. And this is the first time we actually met as well. And no one would have known that this is, we just hit it off from the beginning. And, you know, it'd be really awkward if we hated each other. It's been a slog. (laughs) You said that, go. Think of the money, think of the money. Um, but yeah, so it's just our chemistry. I think has, has come alive, you know, through through the podcast, Aww. which has been lovely. Um, for me, standout moments. Were, I don't know, I've like all of them. I mean, I loved our speed of sight interview yes. because of again cool. how it was all founded and like the joy they bring to to people who come to speed of sight for um, driving experiences who thought they could never drive before. Aww. Very similar philosophy to motability, as yeah. we were saying. Um, the Fats Timbo interview. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Hannah Barron Brown interview. Yeah. Mark Hom- I'm naming all of them now. Yeah. There Mark you go. Hom- <laughs> James Freeman. <laughs> I missed anyone. <laughs> but yeah, they were all great. What about you guys? Oh, uh, of course, working with both of you. I think my, I think my jingles, my car, yes. car That was going to be my thing. That's my favourite bit is my little intro um, songs from Sam. That was just so organic, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean... X Factor, here I come. And it's different um, every time. <laughs> I think just working or on a on a personal note, working in an environment that is so welcoming, and you know when you're disabled and you have to be in a new environment, not just mm. for people but the logistics, having a safe space, knowing that you 
you know your needs are being met and you feel comfortable with the people that you're working with I think that just shows in the way I'm able to present if that makes mm. sense yeah. you know it shows in the humor it shows that I'm completely relaxed so thank you to the whole team um for doing that but also I remember one of the first um episodes that we did I had a really bad uh, knee injury and obviously I'm just to note sidebar sidebar no one forced me to come into work with a knee injury <laughs> I like many disabled people I mask and I cover up sometimes when I I am not 100% just because I I want to get in on the action to be honest and I came in didn't I came in no shoes um stacked with pillows to like elevate my leg and no knickers and I think as soon as I came into the building, I think I announced to everyone that I saw whether they were part of the team or not. Hiya, I've not got any knickers on today. And um, I think that was just my nervous energy. But it, it kind of broke the ice, no? I mean, I hope so. You're both looking at me really. Definitely broke the ice. Did, did, did you have meetings with HR after I did that? Was that like a... Is any tra- anyone traumatised by Samantha Rank not wearing knickers? Um but yeah, I think just uh, honestly, out of all the things that I get to do, and I'm very blessed in my career to have such a kind of plethora of um, activities, I think this has absolutely been my highlight. And I think that is because you've allowed me to speak so authentically on subjects that have been so important. And if I'm completely honest, subjects that are often hmm, censored or left out on other media platforms. So mm. I've really embraced the opportunity just to to get my community's voice out there mm. in an organic yeah. way. Mm. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. And cheers to that! Cheers! <laughs> Matt, what's your...? I would say, I mean, I think one of the wonderful things about this podcast is the number of amazing people we've got to sort of meet and speak to and just the, like, the stories that they have as well are brilliant. Mm. I mean, I, I guess personally for me, I love driving, I love doing going to a track and driving a car so speed of sight was obviously a really cool one for me um but just yeah just hearing about sort of uh like mark ormrod and and the adaptability the way he was able to sort of change things around it's quite i know you sort of go on a bit about you know people being inspiring or whatever but it does you know it makes you think about how you can tackle things in your own life and and change and adapt and cope and uh yeah just lots of lots of interesting inspiring people that we've been lucky enough to meet it's been it's been really good fun really lucky guys and even the takeover episode with Catherine Maris yes oh yeah (gasps) so yes actually that was definitely a highlight of mine because I found that conversation Mm. really fascinating and it was really interesting now that I in my local area every time I come up to um a power a a docking station (laughs) I look for step free access you know that I look for like drop curbs and things so I thought that was a really powerful yeah, I learned a lot. I I love that 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 conversation. That yeah. was so full of knowledge. Yeah. Uh, um, that was really powerful. So yeah. yeah, thank you to her. And it was good to know that people are actually thinking about yes, these yes. problems because it was it was a real big problem yeah, when yes. when we did that long drive a while back yes. with Damien, one of our readers, and every single place yeah. we stopped at, there was an issue with yeah. charging. None of them were it, like properly accessible yeah. at all. So for those of you who haven't seen the Catherine Maris episode, which or listened you need to, to do immediately, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> do listen to it immediately. Uh, Catherine Maris is their head of innovation for the Motability Foundation um, and she was telling us all about the, the wonderful stuff they're doing to help make charging points for electric cars more accessible. Obviously there's 
a lot of people who are a bit worried about that because currently they aren't super accessible and everything's moving towards electric, albeit increasingly slowly. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just really, really good to know that people are thinking about those issues mm. and, and there is work being done in that space to make those things more accessible. Yeah. But I think one thing that stood out to me uh, that she said, and obviously it's probably in the future, but you literally, they'll be charging on, in the ground. Mm. So you literally would, you wouldn't even physically have to get out of the car. Mm. Again, yeah. as a wheelchair yeah. user, that's a bit of a faff, you know, if you just charge it, you'd simply ro- like drive yeah. over a docking station and it would charge. Yeah. A bit like them little things that you put your phone on, you know, like, yeah, a, yeah. yeah. that blew my mind. <laughs> blew my mind. Now, as it's our Christmas special, it's only right for us to get in the festive mood. As a first on this podcast, we've invited you, yes, you, listening or watching, to send us your questions to answer. These are very fittingly in the form of Christmas crackers. Let's go. So, I physically can't pull crackers. Oh, I'm a, God. I'm just a bit, I'm <laughs> just a bit of a weakling. Okay. Having brittle bones and all. I know, I'm anticlimactic. <laughs> and, I, I, and this is how I, like, get an extra present out of people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't pull crackers. <laughs> Give me more gifts. So I'm going to let Matt yes, pull mine. Okay. And I'm going to go like that. So a big bang is going to happen if anyone needs to yes. mute. Ready? Ooh. Oh, that was loud. Yeah. What have we got? Right. It's a Sam's question. I'll be honest, Sam, you're not missing out on much with Christmas crackers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you won't get a little screwdriver set that doesn't oh, work. Oh, I love it's a screwdriver set. What have we got? That's a joke. Oh, it's a joke. Okay, let's do the joke. What did the astronomer get when she lost the Christmas quiz? Anyone? I'm, re- I'm German. I, get, I, get, I, don't, <laughs> I never get jokes or anything. It was a constellation prize. Oh. oh. Question in there. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. This has been the one that's. I think there is. I think oh, it was is. hidden. Is it hidden? Come on, Matt, um, you've let everyone down. I'm, I'm making a meal of this. Here we go. <laughs> I've got one. Oh, okay. Uh, this is one for me, apparently. Uh, would you buy an electric car? Oh, right, there's a question. Uh, right, Sam, I'm counting on you to tell me to shut up if I talk for too long on this one. So, would I buy an electric car? Okay, that's a difficult question. Uh, Actual electric cars themselves, fantastic to drive. I love them. And I think for most people, just the pure driving aspect, I think most people would like them more okay. than petrol or diesel cars. They have one forward gear, so you don't have to worry about gear changes. So they're all effectively automatic. But because it's just one continuous gear, very smooth at pulling away. They're very quick off the line. They're very quiet. like that. All good stuff for driving. And they also have, a lot of them have a function where you can do one pedal driving, which is really handy if you're not too, you know, yeah. if you can't use your legs or aren't too dexterous. So, yeah, what, what happens is if you lift off the accelerator. Which is really uncoordinated, let's face it. <laughs> yeah, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what will happen is if you lift off the accelerator, the car will start braking. So, if you're, you know, if you're quite aware of what's happening in front of you, you can effectively drive with one pedal, which so is like really good. like when you're on the motorway and you can put it in cruise control. Yes. Similar exactly. to that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and most of them will have adaptive cruise control Sad. as well where you can just say that um so yeah so basically yeah i think they're fantastic mm-hmm. to drive i like them my problem is i can't charge at home mm-hmm. and my local charging station it's a very good one it's a very fast charging station but it's also become very expensive recently wow. um so for me it wouldn't make financial sense for me to have an electric car currently because i can't charge at home um there are other people that even if they couldn't charge at home, it would still be fine. But for me, it doesn't work. Mm. Um, so I want an electric car, 
but I can't really justify it at the moment because charging wise, it'd cost me more than a petrol or diesel. Mm. And to be clear for people, in case they're worried that electric cars are expensive to charge, it varies hugely. Yes. So for me, my public one happens to be particularly expensive and it's 85 pence per kilowatt hour okay. so to put that into context if you had a sort of car with say a 60 kilowatt hour battery mm-hmm. which is a kind of a reasonable size um then suddenly you're you you know you're looking at what's that 60 something pounds yeah. or whatever to fully charge yeah. it um which is then you know comparable to yeah it's comparable to char- uh, to filling up a yeah. petrol or diesel car so it's not so great whereas if i was to charge it at home and i had an ev car tariff it would cost me about four or five pounds mm. so it's oh a gosh. really really huge difference yeah. and, um, and you said it was quite a quick like this so the what would be quick oh okay so um in, in, yeah in relative um, terms so there it's a 150 kilowatt charger lost me already which is which is reasonably fast um so on a car uh, with a decent sized battery you're probably looking at going from up to 80% charge in about sort of 30 minutes something around that 30 to 40 it depends on how fast the car can accept a charge I won't get into the, the <laughs> yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. Day, love. There, there are faster chargers out there now yeah. they're not loads of them at the moment but I, I drove to Wales in an electric car recently from Essex um, and Reading Station had some of the newer faster chargers and my car charged in about 12 minutes wow. which was actually too fast because uh, no it was from about I think I still had about 30% or okay. something but okay, it, still, it was fast yeah. um, you could basically go to the loo Get yeah. a coffee. Well, it was annoying because I, I kind of wanted it to take a bit longer because we wanted to we wanted to go and feed feed the baby and you know and get something to eat and I was like oh it's going to be still charging when we're done so uh, so if anything that was too fast for us um, but yeah it's good to know that that those things are happening. Yeah. The short answer to is summarize. no. I personally can't buy one at the moment because of my circumstances, but I absolutely would have one if I could yes, charge at home. Fab if you were, if you could. Yeah. Hurrah. Okay, sorry. That's I'm okay. going to be really boring. Okay, and loud noise again Ready. coming up right now for anyone. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to let you find this one because I made an absolute <laughs> hash of that last time. This one's easier, I think. Should we do the joke first again? Absolutely, because yeah, we all know how good at the jokes <laughs> I am. Who hides in the bakery at Christmas? Hot cross bun. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Close. Mince spies. Uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, I haven't heard it. I mean, they're still rubbish, but I haven't heard them. At least they're new. <laughs> I know they're not. Normally, it's the same ones. old Christmas yeah, cracker joke. Yeah. So yeah, at least these are a bit new. I'm, I'm enjoying. Do you these. love a Christmas cracker joke, right? This is a question for all of us. Ooh. Where are your favourite places to go at Christmas time? And <gasps> this is from Life with Brooke Zero on Instagram. Thank you, Life with Brooke. So I am half German. And I would spend my childhood either having Christmas in the UK or in Germany with my grandma. And I I mean, totally biased, the Germans know how to go hard at Christmas. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm not just talking about the the beer, you know, I'm talking about just the, I'm going to sound really snobbish right now, like the, the decorations, very traditional in the sense of, very beautifully aesthetic. Not as British tinsel rubbish. <laughs> we did it for you, it. Sam. I'm not impressed. <laughs> I'm not amused. <laughs> you know, like really, you know, like wooden toys yeah. and just like yeah. As you can imagine, if you watch the Nutcracker, that kind of vibe. And I used to love that because obviously I was uh, in Germany. It was an adventure for me. But one thing that I really, really struggled with as a child, because I am quite particular and I uh, I battle with anxiety, so I need to be quite structured, um, was the fact that in Germany, it's traditional to open gifts on Christmas 
Eve because you don't get Santa Claus. Santa Claus comes um, when the wise men come um, and on Christmas Eve you have the Christkind which is an angel and the Christkind um, delivers your gift. So it's not Santa mm. Claus at all. So that blew my mind <laughs> as a child anyway. And so on Christmas Eve but you'd have to wait till the afternoon and uh. you'd get ushered into one of the other rooms and the Christkind would miraculously come during the day. And it always <laughs> just used to baffle me because obviously it just completely ruined ruined my whole childhood. <laughs> Basically ruined my childhood. No, it didn't ruin my childhood. But yeah, I, I remember having that and going back to school and probably ruining Christmas for other children because I was like, well, no. No, Santa doesn't deliver it all over the world, so your parents have been lying to you. Haven't they? <laughs> so that was me. <laughs> did that answer the question? It did. It there did. you go. It did. What about you? What's your favourite place? Or where's your favourite place oh, to go? That's a good question. So I have quite a lot of family, so most of Christmas is spent visiting people, which is great. I yeah. love I love Christmas. Yeah. I'm a huge Christmas person. Um, so I love seeing all my family. So yeah, I think my favourite place is actually Christmas Day, mm. having all the family around, mm. like 16 of us crammed yeah. in for wow. Christmas dinner. Yeah. Um, where do you all sit? So we have, uh, we sort of, put together a bunch of tables like we get a table in from the garden yeah. family bring t- like chairs and Is stuff from their the house shed? and there's <laughs> i mean we, we, we're getting pretty close having yeah. to extend out into the garden yeah. yeah um yeah we just about squeeze in like yeah. the conservatory just becomes this kind of like banquet hall and we don't like well, i don't live in some massive palace with I this huge but yeah no, it, it, it and is then we a have the paupers come <laughs> over from the village and we feed them scraps of our no, turkey we've got we've got like tables on different levels and different heights and different chairs and like some people are you know it yeah, is it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, a bit of a squeeze it's, it's, it's basically great. like a sainsbury's advert yeah. yeah and then my, my brother's in the kitchen trying to cook this gigantic meal with a normal sized like oven oh. for all these people and we can't all agree on what meat we want so he's there cooking like beef and gammon and turkey and like yeah. <laughs> so it's uh yeah it's, vegetarian yeah nut roast we'll have that nut roast <laughs> is that what, what what is your go-to yeah i just nut roast more brussels just <laughs> yeah. forget the meat just load yeah. on more brussels yeah give me carrot <laughs> So mine's probably seen my family. Although yeah. the only other thing I, I do like quite like weirdly is the garden centres near us all look <gasps> amazing at Christmas. Aww. And they all have they all have like a German market and I go there and I'm like loading up on like bratwurst and kaiserwurst and currywurst and then what does everyone else want? Because I'm eating all of these. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I do quite like centre. a I do quite like a Christmas garden centre. Is that does mm. that happen when you get older? Like I gravitate towards garden centres now. Mm. That's all I want to do. They're great garden centres. Everyone's centers, like, they? what do you want to do this weekend? Um <laughs> should we go garden centre? <laughs> Literally. No, have a lost you there. I love no. a garden centre. No, Summer, lovely love to talk it. around. Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. Pot around stuff. Come on, you've got little. My you've got favorite, babbers. Yeah, I you've do. Got, and got are they ones. are they at the age now where they understand the concept or not really? My older one is. He's five, going on six. He okay. understands Christmas. Um, yeah, he understands Christmas Shrub, a lot. Don't, asking six. a lot. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, understands Christmas a lot. A lot of, <laughs> can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have that? And my other one's three, so he doesn't understand Christmas but in terms of favourite places to go I'm very similar to you at Christmas is a big family affair about Mm. 16 as well family members come over all of my mum's house at Christmas and also I don't really like crowds I hate crowds in fact not I don't really like I hate crowds so I prefer to be indoors at Christmas because I went to to central London over the weekend oh my gosh it was the worst experience it was so busy it was. I just couldn't deal with it. So I just thought, and, it's, and that's because it's Christmas, because everyone's doing Christmas shopping, Black Friday mm-hmm, sales, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. <laughs> and I just thought, oh no, 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 I just can't, can't deal with it. So yeah, I like to be indoors, family, yeah. in the warmth, 
surrounded by family, friends, lots of food, drink. Yeah. But you know, last Christmas, because I knew this is this is I think the definition of sod's law. Last Christmas, because I knew it was going to be my last Christmas in London before I moved. I'm always away for Christmas, so I either go back home or occasionally. My best friend's Mexican, so I get I get to go to Mexico sometimes. So I was like, no, I always miss out on people inviting me in London mm. to events. You know, I always like I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm not I'm not in London. So last year I was like, I'm going to stay in London. Mm. I'll get this abundance of parties and invitations. No, not one. Not, <laughs> oh, no. not one person. Oh. So I had Christmas Day on my own with my oh. cats. And honestly, because I'm, I'm an ambivert, so I'm an introvert, extrovert. I love oh. being around people for work purposes, mm. but I regenerate mm. and I rejuvenate yeah. and I, you know, get my energy back. Yeah being on my own yeah. and I absolutely no no disrespect to my family or friends I loved spending Christmas on my own yeah. with the cats mm. this one time I absolutely loved it I did the whole you know FaceTimed everyone in the morning but I loved it and I think for anyone who might be listening who doesn't like Christmas my father passed away in November so Christmas is always a bit of sweet you know since that happened for anybody who doesn't have families to go to or isn't a big Christmas lover or physically can't go places I just want you to know that you know that's fine take the pressure off yourself because sometimes just having that time to eat a load of rush food watch home alone chill out do not you know please please don't take this time to compare yourself to other people um and I think I definitely connected with that last year I probably had one of my nicest Christmases um, that I've had I'm probably really insulting everyone in my life right now but the message is please be kind to yourself yes. over this period Absolutely. it's all relative yeah. um, and you can find your own joy yes. uh, whether in you know if that's being with your, on your own with your two naked cats <laughs> just for context I've got two cats that I have not shaven they are naturally just naked yes. no oh, I'm glad you explain that bit no, no, no. can, we, can we roll back to the naked cats bit <laughs> <laughs> they normally clothed. Or... <laughs> well said. Find your own joy. I love that. Oh, absolutely. And loud noise again Ready? coming up right now for anyone. Question for... well, there's actually hats in here as well, guys, but we've already got enough stuff on our heads, haven't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I can double hat. I'll try and do that uh, when you read the joke question. first. What kind of music do Santa's elves listen to? Oh. Quite an easy one. Come on, guys. I'm no. I don't. Slade. Sleigh bells. Rap music. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's rubbish. Oh, I just got that. Okay. Why am I so rubbish at this? I know, right? This is why I turned down Mastermind twice. Because. (laughs) What would be your top. What would be your uh, subject? uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow. But but the person that won it, the highest scoring recently, did. Buffy. Oh, I know, so I'm like, you've just ruined it for me. Ruined it. Anyway, I'm read I this digress. Question. I'll give this question okay. for you to read. Yeah. I've not got my glasses on, so we're going to give it a go. <laughs> Good go. They are in front of you if you want them. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for the don't, don't spoil the illusion. Um, what was the best memory of 2023? What are you looking forward to the most next year? From Paul Blackburn. So he is a readership panel. So yes. thank you, Paul, for your question. Gosh, that's a difficult one, isn't it? Mm. Like, um, the year's a long time. <laughs> yeah, and I think very much echoing what I've just said about not putting too much pressure on yourself and not comparing yourself. I think sometimes I have, 
I do have that tendency to compare myself uh, yeah. with other people in this in the industry that I'm in. I think when you come from um, a minority group where you know you know you might not have the same opportunities as everybody else, you are painfully aware that you only have like a very small pot of opportunities yeah. so it can be really really difficult not to get the green eye monster and, and feel like you're not doing enough so I think for me on a personal level moving out of London and just being more mindful that what I'm doing is amazing yes. you know yeah. and celebrating those little wins which I am awful for and I think well, even though I wrote a book last year one of my biggest regrets was I didn't I had that moment of, I've written a book. What's next? Yeah, it's always and what's I didn't, next. And I didn't savour the moment. So I, I want to personally, next year, savour those little moments. Oh. Uh, so that's going to be my resolution. That's going to be my goal for next year. I think that's what it is. I think this year was, again, so successful and so amazing. And I got to work on so many wonderful projects. But I need to just... Yeah, give myself a pat yeah. on the back. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I think what you, what you were saying there as well about comparing yourself to other people, that, that's gotten so much worse with yeah. the popularity of social media mm. because all you ever see are the highlights of everyone else's lives. Totally. Because no one's, you know, no one's putting on their bad belly today and I'm skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, cat, my cat just pooed outside of the little box and I just rolled in it with my wheelchair and now it's all over the house, which happens multiple times to me <laughs> a week. Let's face it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, we've got um, I've got a cat who's constipated at the moment Aww. and is is trying to poo everywhere in the house. So yeah, I, I can. Oh, God and bless. I'm not putting that on social media. Right. <laughs> so, I think you should though. <laughs> Poor baby. Poor little beans. Yeah. So. Have you got him some little? Medicaid? Oh yeah, she's got yeah, some. She's got some laxatives coming. So Aww. be prepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah there can't you wait go. for that. And then we'll have a different problem. Just don't go downstairs yeah. in the middle of the night without any lights on. That's oh. all I'm saying. Uh. Make sure I put my slippers on first. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, yeah. No, no one's posting that stuff on no, social no. media, so don't don't be swayed by everyone's fantastic lives on social because all you're ever getting is the the highlights and the best bits. No one's putting on and no one's putting pictures of themselves at three AM when they're getting up to no, a crying exactly. baby. So, what about you? What about you? Yeah, there we go. Go on then. What, what's your poo um, story? I don't have a poo story. Well, I, I do because I've got two young kids, but we're not going to go into that. <laughs> Um, what's my best moment of 2023? I think professionally, a lot's happened. A lot of good stuff's happened with the pod, mm. different awards, the magazines won, personal or my own professional um, nominations as well. It's all been great, wonderful. I'm very humbly grateful for it all. Personally, yeah, yeah. It's just been a good year. Like, you know, my boys just are always doing something different. Like, they just amaze me every day. And I'm just becoming much more confident in my role as a mother. I know Aww. it's like six years down the line, but mothers listening will know that, you know, yeah. it's not, you don't just wake up one day. You're just, you know, it's just, a, it's a journey. And um, yeah, and yeah, I'm constantly learning. They're constantly teaching me things as well because you, you actually have to learn from your kids. Your kids will teach you things. And yeah, they've taught me a lot of things. And I'm enjoying the ride some days more than others, but <laughs> here we are. <laughs> and that's why we have born wives. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, what yeah. about you, Matt? Oh, I don't want to sound like the same answer, but yeah, I had my had my first child this year in, oh, obviously I didn't give birth to her, but my partner did. Uh, so yeah, I got my first daughter in um, March of this year. So yeah, that's been... A, that's been exciting. I think the other day uh, she learned to wave, and that was Aww. like wow! Like she can yeah. learn things. She's a human. Yeah. She, she's an actual person. Yeah. Uh, that was really exciting. That was a real highlight. So yeah, I guess I can't I can't say anything other than the birth of my first <laughs> child. Um, but yeah, and then uh, professionally, 
I don't know if there's any particular one standout thing. It's been there's been some really interesting cars coming on the scheme yeah. this year. It's been fun, uh, fun driving some of the new cars and seeing what's available and uh, all the new tech that's getting added and, and becoming more commonplace has been exciting. Oh, that was a lovely way to end our little cracker, cracker surprise. But I've got an extra surprise for you all because I have been on social media Ooh. all of yesterday badgering. Should I say badgering? <laughs> poking, poking with a virtual stick. My followers because I wanted them to engage and send in their questions. In true Christmas style I've got a hat here, a Christmas hat, with some questions. So I'm going to dig deep, good dig deep, good dig, dig deep, and pull one out. Have some serious ASMR. I know, right? <laughs> Ooh! Um, ta-da, right, the question comes... Oh, I've got... Oh. <laughs> a bonus question. <laughs> I've got it stuck to my jumper, there we go. Okay, so, oh, I think this one's going to be for you, Matt. Okay, so the question is, any hacks for accessible storage in vehicles? And that is from Tanvi Vaz. Okay, so uh, hopefully I'm understanding the question correctly. So there's a couple of things that spring to mind. Uh, one of them is if you have a WAV, so a WAV is a wheelchair accessible vehicle for in case... Anyone's not aware of that. It's often a problem with storage there because the boot is often the ramp. No so boot. you don't really have a boot. Yeah. Uh, so I know of at least one of the WAV makers that does a storage unit um, that basically fits on the, t- on the side of the car, inside the car, but to the side so it's out the way of the ramp so you can still get in. And within that, you can sort of strap in a bunch of suitcases. Uh, there's also like a, I think there's like a lockable unit as well. So you can put smaller bits in there if you want to and they're not going to fall out when you go around the corner. Um and I believe you can, and I'd have to double check this, but I believe you can customise them as well. So if there's anything that, you know, regular wine. stuff that, you know, <laughs> yeah, so maybe, there's a, maybe you can have a wine cooler put in, wine. who knows? <laughs> so yeah, so there is, there is, that is an option if you've got a WAV. Um, there's also, if you're, if you're not in for a WAV, uh, one of the cars that does spring to mind for, for what I think is actually quite useful accessible storage is there is um, a feature on Hondas called Magic Seats. And basically what happens is rather than having to get everything in the boot, because often your boot's taken up by a chair or, or whatever, hoist, they take up space. Uh, you can actually lift up the rear seats from the bottom. If, you, you know, if you've got to store uh, anything heavy or if you've got to store a chair or whatnot, uh, storing it in the rear of the car rather than in the boot, there's a, it's a lot lower. You don't have to lift things up as high. So it's a lot easier to sort of lift things in and out of the car if you've only got to get over the lower lip rather than getting it up and into the boot. Hopefully that part is, is some sort of answer to that question. Yes. And that's it for this special Christmas episode of the Motability Lifestyle Pod. Thanks to our producer, Charlotte Mason at Insanity Studios and our editorial assistant, Lucy Rose at Wonderly. If you like this episode, click follow or subscribe. Tell all your friends and please leave a review and rating if you're listening or like and comment if you are watching. If you want to tell us what you thought or if there's something you'd like to hear, come and say hello on Instagram and for some behind the scenes footage and content, follow us on TikTok. Yes, that is right. We are down with the kids. You can also watch the full video on YouTube. You can find us on motability underscore lifestyle underscore mag. Or if you want to learn more about Motability Foundation, visit motability.org.uk. And a huge thank you to everybody that's listening or watching. A very Merry Christmas, no matter what you're doing. I have been Samantha Rank. I'm Sophie Marie Odom. And I'm Matt Lizzie Moore. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yay! <laughs> oh, I wish it could be Matt. <laughs> Car chat every day. <laughs>
Oh, I'm glad I got a little melody today. Yay! <laughs> I was rehearsing that all last night. <laughs> it shows, it was excellent. <laughs> Insanity Group.